When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. show we have the brand new season a brand new show where we discuss all the teams all the fixtures all the players and all the signings for the season come on hello everyone and welcome back to a brand new season a brand new season of football on a pod of two halves. We are back after a nice short summer break. We are back with a song in our heart and a spring in our step because the transfer window, as of this recording, has literally just shut. The deals are done, save for a couple which are in the weird deal sheet. The deals are done, the teams are set, and we've got a new season kicking off in two days' time. I am, of course, Michael, your host as ever. I'm here with Mr. Thomas Woods. How are you doing, buddy? How was your summer? You know what? It's been, uh, I'm going to say relaxing because as a fan of a team that's had a transfer ban all summer, I've not had to read any rumours to get excited about or indeed then let down by. So, yeah, uh, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty excited about this Premier League season. I'm, I'm, I'm really, really, really excited that football's back. Excellent. Excellent. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I call shenanigans a little bit because whilst the whilst the lows are low, the despair is real. The rich, creamy highs, the excitement, in my opinion, in my opinion, it, it does make it kind of worth it a little bit. You know, you get a bit excited. And if it comes through, it's a, it's a pretty good feeling. It is a pretty good feeling. But I'm here with Lee. And this is a man who knows a lot about delicious, creamy highs this summer because his team has had a... <laughs> Pretty tasty transfer window, have they not? Mm, well, we'll discuss that, you know. We will do discuss it. How, I, was, how... I was on the high and now I'm on a little low. How was your summer, mate? Summer's been great, mate. Been fantastic. I feel rejuvenated. I'm ready. ready yeah. to, you know, I'm doing a little jig as we speak. I'm ready to go. Now, we should point out at this stage that uh, Lee Collard does have a new role on the show. <laughs> um, he is the official time master. The time master, if you will. For a pot of two halves. He is there as a man strict with his pen and quill and his stopwatch in his mouth, ready to admonish people who go over the time limit well, for certain segments. We've taken on the feedback, haven't we, from last season. So the feedback is, you know, try and be just that little bit shorter. So that's the aim. Mate, well, Time Master Collard is in effect as of now. Indeed. And I'm thinking also, because our man over there hasn't had any transfers to talk about, the Chelsea chat today should be pretty swift. Well, no, he's got, he's got a few things to talk about, right? Uh, of course he will. He'll always, he always has. 
Prince Pooley, mate. Pooley sick. <laughs> Prince Pooley. Oh no, that's that thing. You remember Sorry Ball last year, mate? Uh, no, it's Prince. Is. It's Prince Pooley. Prince Pooley. Wow. Yeah. Wow, we. Speaking of feedback, I just want to I just want to say uh, a quick thing. Um, I've had personal feedback directed to me uh, via the Time Master uh, that I may well have been a little bit too harsh about Tottenham last season. Uh, so I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it my my new pod resolution that I am going to chill out on Tottenham this year. I'm not going to be slamming them for every misstep that they make. I am going to be calling it even. This is for you, Rob. <laughs> You're welcome. I'll give him three weeks. Yeah, right, I'll give him less than that, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, here we go. So we've got, a, we've got a very busy show today. Obviously, we haven't done this in, what, has it been a month and a half, maybe? feels like a long it time. It feels like a long time, right? So we're, we're getting back into the swing of things, and we thought we'd do that with a fucking massive show. How long is that? Four minutes before I swore? That's fine. A big ass show, right? We have, we're talking, we've got a preview for every single team in the league. And it's a very, it's like a snap preview. We designated teams between us. So we have, uh, I think two of us have seven teams. One of us has six teams. And basically we get one minute each to talk about what that team done over pre-season and what we're looking for for next season. Is that fair, everyone? Sounds good to me. Now, I will point out that last year when they did the reviews, that was a Tom and Lee thing. And I was Colonel boring boy with the whistle and it was a very dull job so I'm getting involved this time and hopefully it'll be as enjoyable as it was for me last time if not more well, yeah, I'm hoping more Ho- hopefully more yes exactly so Mr Time Master <laughs> we're on schedule so far <laughs> we are on schedule Yeah, we are on schedule we're all good I should point out we've got many other things in the show as well we're talking about who we think has had the best window who we think has had the worst window the top three transfers that we all think has happened Then we're going to look at the actual, maybe some predictions for the league. So who's going to finish in the top six? Who might get relegated? Who's going to win the Cups? Who's going to get top goal scorer? And then we've got predictions. Stop tapping your fucking (laughs) wrist. Then we've got predictions for next season, as we usually do. Okay? So, Time Master, if you please. So we're starting off with the preview, aren't we? Not the preview. We're going in alphabetical order, and I've obviously got the delights of Arsenal. So let's go. Um, Arsenal. Strange, strange transfer window. I know Woods is going to have an opinion, so I'm glad I've got Arsenal, so we uh, try and get through this quite quickly. Um, a limited budget. Some say £40 million. They've obviously spent a lot more than that. Have they spent it in the right areas? Who the fuck knows? Probably not, because we've got David Luiz actually been signed within the literally last few minutes. Uh, Woods has just shown him in his uh, Arsenal kit. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds comical. It looks comical. It's going to be comical. Um, they haven't addressed their issues. We say it every season with Arsenal. They think David Luiz is the answer. It's not going to be. Um, they've also spent um, a fuckload of money on Nicolas, I think it's Pep or Pepe. Nicola Pepe. Pepe. Well, I'm not doing a French accent for you, Woods. No, 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 no. Um, but no, um, 72 million. Obviously, a lot of that is staggered over a period uh, of time, like over the next few years. Is he going to be the answer? I don't think they really needed one up front, so it's, it's a strange old uh, thing. I feel like a minute is not enough. <laughs> he did spend most of it talking about David Lewis. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mate, I needed much more. Oh, mate, I've got so much more here. Why? Well, mate, you've got, you've got, why have you written so much down? Because I thought I'd be able to squeeze all of it. The time master is uh, not so good at uh, timekeeping, is he? At mastering the old time. Ah, the old time has been... 
Oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, we, we all know with Arsenal, though, you know, it has been a bit comical. For what it's worth, I will just say, Pep, Pepe is uh, going to be a massive flop. Oh, that, that will he, be discussed he later. isn't a good player. Let's get on. Let's crack on. Who's the next team? Aston Villa, and that's you, Mikey. Oh, it's me. Excellent. Here we go. So, <clears throat> go. So, Dean Smith has basically come out and said they want to win every game they play in the Premier League, right? Because they obviously won. They got into the league via the playoffs last year. Only two teams scored more goals than them in the championship last year. So, they think they want to be a bit sexy going forward. They've had some good news of John McGinn signing a new five-year deal. He's a very good player. They've spent £133 million on 12 players, including Tyrone Mings for £20 million. Now, he was evidently a rock last season, but still the thought of Tyrone Mings demanding £20 million makes me want to retch. They've got some Brazilian talent brought in. They brought in a guy called Douglas Luiz and a guy called Wesley up front. Um, they, they signed Douglas Luiz from Man City, if I'm correct. Um, so mm-hmm. And they're, they're fairly young. Obviously, all eyes next season for me are going to be on Jack Grealish. He's got a competition with the socks down his ankles now with Jesse Lingard, but Jack Grealish is a better player than Jesse Lingard. <gasps> so all the eyes are going to be on that guy. Preseason has looked very good. They actually won their last game with a 3-1 solid win over RB Leipzig. So, well, let's see what Aston Villa do. Nailed it, my friend. And that's how it's done, boys and girls. Yeah, I think he's just... Crown that man! Isn't it? I, I realise I've got to be super quick, but at the same time, I feel like there's like a sudden... I don't know, pace into the pod. It's like, you know, it's a bit scary. This, yeah, this man, that's what I do. Great, Come on. At least this could be there pondering through talking about David Luiz all the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've got Burnley next. Are you ready, Woods? I, I, wait, 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 wait. I, I've got Bournemouth. Oh, no, I've got Burnley. <laughs> I was on, about to say, don't throw Burnley at me. <laughs> I was looking at my ones and went, yeah, Burnley. That must be Woods, even though it's on my sheet. Uh, the next one is... Is Bournemouth? Yes, Bournemouth. Yeah. Okay, Mister. Okay. The panic on your voice. Then. <laughs> I haven't researched that. But Burnley. Uh. <laughs> He's scrambling to find his. Jay Rodriguez. Uh, uh, Danny Drinkwater. Right. Are we ready? I'm. I'm good. I'm good. Let's do. And this. a go. Bournemouth. Everybody's second favorite team. The Jekyll and Hyde of the Premier League. Bournemouth are now in their fifth season in the Premier League and looking to improve on their 14th place last term uh, to take those strides to go and join everyone in the group above the the 7 through 11 the teams that are looking to break that top six Uh, no team outside the top six actually scored more goals than Bournemouth last season but only Fulham and Huddersfield conceded more which is a big concern Um, they've added Billing from Huddersfield who was the only player that stood out for Huddersfield last term mainly because he is a skyscraper of a man uh, he brings some physicality and some guile into the midfield. Uh, they've made some astute young signings at fullback um, in Lloyd Kelly and Jack Stacey, who could brew, uh, prove to be shrewd <coughs> investments from the lower leagues and uh, potential upgrades, needed upgrades at the fullback position. They've managed to hold on to Ake, uh, which was a big plus. Obviously, Leicester was sniffing around. They've managed to hold on to Fraser. Arsenal were sniffing around. Um, but they're missing Brooks for the first part of the season, and that's a big kick in the dick. Not too bad. Not bad at all. I'll take that. I'll take that, son. Who's next? Boys worth, Bournemouth will be fine. They're, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? uh, just, just I wanted to say, one because I didn't get to him, but they've got Harry Wilson, the kid with a, a wand of a left foot. Highlight. He, but thing. he's going to be taking the slack that Brooks has left with his injury, right? Uh, that's my expectation, yeah. yeah. Who's next? I believe it's me. Ooh. With Brighton. And a go. So Brighton, they've uh, they've got a new fresh sign. I'm gonna go. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna do it like that. Wasting um, time here. 
they've gone for Graham Potter, mate. Uh, new manager has come in after Chris Hughes and sacked towards the end of last season. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they play it because um, he's uh, apparently free at the back, man. And they've brought in a new guy, Webster, for £20 million, quite a lot of money. And somehow they managed to keep hold of uh, Lewis Dunk as well, who I thought was off to Leicester in replacement of Maguire. But that didn't happen. They've also needed to address their goal issue. Last year, they scored 35 goals. Pretty much, you know, the lowest, uh, I think they were one of the lowest scorers in the Premier League, not even scoring a goal a game. They've tried to address that with two uh, attacking signings in Leandro Drossard for 18 mil and Neil Mapai from Brentford for 20 mil. 17 goals for old Drossard. And I think Mapai's a goal every game in the championship. Is it going to be? I'm not too sure. We'll see. Trouble. I think they're struggling. Trouble. I can't remember which is the right whistle effect, by the way. So this we'll is great. A variety. No, We've just variety got a variety. For our that's, fine. that's fine. So I'm assuming now it's Burnley. It is Burnley mm. now. Nailed it. Wonderful. Okay. Burnley, we all know what Burnley are. They're a horrible club. They're a boring club. They've got a horrible manager. They've got a moaning manager. He hates diving. He hates everyone else unless their name is Sean Deitch. Right, so they've spent £8.46 million on who, you ask? Jay Rodriguez is who they've spent £8.46 million on. More realistically, they've spent £5 million on him and about £3 million on some dross that no one's heard of. So Burnley are doing absolutely nothing. Tom Heaton is gone. He is out of the window. So now they've got Nick Pope and Joe Hart vying for that coveted goalkeeper spot now we know what happened when Joe Hart became the goalkeeper last year they were utter dross so I can only see Nick Pope getting that position what I will say is they got a 2-0 victory over Fleetwood Town in the pre-season that's about everything that's happened to Burnley they finished 15th last season and I cannot see them improving on this they are a terrible team goodbye Burnley I genuinely hope you get relegated I'm done 10 seconds earlier because Burnley do you, do you think they will get relegated yeah I do they're in my Ooh. predictions later Ooh. Ooh. <clears throat> tasty interesting yeah is this based because you've done a bit of research on Bernie's that, that like cemented your yes yep fair enough who's next Chelsea well we're, of course it's the one and only of course it's the one and only and he's only got a minute to talk about it yeah we'll see if we can squeeze that in this ain't gonna happen <laughs> go uh, okay so Eden's gone David Lewis is gone but we have got Prince Pooley I've already mentioned um <laughs> Most importantly, look, most importantly about the club is there's a change in philosophy and direction as the dark cloud that Sari put over the club has been lifted as Super Frank returns with his youth revolution. Um, ultimately, despite the transfer ban, Chelsea have managed to somehow bring in over £100 million worth of talent from returning players. Uh, this is the chance. This is it. This is the chance to change the narrative on Chelsea's youth policy, a policy that's been much maligned by the press that none of these players get an opportunity to go and play first team football. We are going to see Reese James. We are going to see, obviously, Ruben's already made the step. We're going to see Mason Mount. We're going to see Callum Hudson-Odoi. It's a chance. It's the opportunity to finally see, is this youth team all it's cracked up to be? Chelsea could finish anywhere between third and tenth. And honestly, I can't wait for the ride this season. Wow. Yeah, there you go, boys. No transfers to talk about. No, no transfers. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I, I see a lot of optimism in your eyes. I am optimistic, mate. Uh, but that that's maybe more me being me uh, than kind of thinking. It, de- it definitely is. I feel like that optimism has been forced on you. Do you know what I mean? It's been, it's so a necessity. You force it into yourself. You know, you have to be positive. I mean, if you kind of think about it, like literally, we have appointed a manager who finished sixth 
in his first managerial season in the championship and then lost the playoff final as our manager and sacked a manager who, well, didn't sack him, but let a manager go who finished third in the league and won a European Cup. When you think of it like that, it's meant... It's the emotional feelings that get in the way, isn't it? It is. But football is about emotion, mate. This is true. This is true. This is very true. Who's next? I believe it's you. Crystal Palace? With the old Palace. Okay, then. Right. Oh, hello, you started? We have started. So they finished 12th last year, and they had a weird record last year. They basically drew all their games at home and then couldn't win away. Or no, it was the other way around. One or the other, I can't quite remember. However, they, they, finished, they, they finished 12th, and they've decided to kick on that position by spending £6 million in the summer. An abysmal amount, a, a sum of money to, to try and do something with... They've spent £6.84 million. They've received £50 million. Obviously, that was Juan Bissaka, because Juan Bissaka is the key, the key to life. So the loss of him will hurt, obviously. The Zahar saga obviously rolled on until the very last day of the season or the transfer window. He put in a transfer request. It was denied because he signed a contract last year. Essentially, I think Crystal Palace knew if they sold Zaha without any time to get anyone else in, they'd be getting relegated. That's exactly it. They brought in James McCarthy from Everton, Kamarasu, who's got five goals for Cardiff last year, and worryingly, they spent £2.52 million on Jordan Ayew from Swansea. An appalling signing. He's awful. I can see them getting relegated. They also lost 6-2 to Barnet in pre-season, and they lost 1-0 to Bromley. Bromley. That's not good. That's not good. They lost 6-2 to Barnet and 1-0 to Bromley. Bromley. They are both in the old, what was formerly, or is it the National League? Crystal Palace are fucked, mate. That's all I'm saying. Their best player is fucking miserable, mate. Yeah. He's not a happy chap, he is. Beef for the owners, right? That's what what Hodgson's described as. You know, he's had his beef and now he's got to get on with it, so to speak. You know, he's got a contract to honour and that's what it's there for. Exactly. Who's next? It is moi with the one and only... Mighty Blues. The Mighty Blues, yeah. Obviously Everton, just to clarify. And go. Yeah, so the uh, the season, uh, or the pre-season, in terms of football, it has not been good. It's not been pretty. Uh, lots of one nils, nil nils, one alls. Can't score. So, what have we done? We've signed ourselves a striker. Woo! Um, Moise Kern. Um, looks like he could be a promising striker. Um, raw. Is he going to get the goals? Uh, you know, it's a lot of pressure on a 19-year-old. Obviously, the boy doesn't speak a word of English. He, he's <laughs> going to need a lot of laughing voice. All of our signings don't speak English. I'm worried about it. I think all <laughs> of our signings are going to need a lot of time to be bedded in. Um, but the big factor for us is that we didn't sign a centre-back. Um, oh. Obviously, would you were fully aware of my kind of hope that we were going to get Zuma, which you trounced. And then we turned to Man United's rejects in both Smalling and Rojo and got rejected. So defensively, I am a little bit worried, but we'll see how it goes, especially if we get injuries. United wanted 20 million for Marcus Rojo. 29 no knees, 20 million they wanted. I'm furious about what, it, to be honest with you. I don't understand why they just didn't let him go out on loan either, because he's just signed a new contract, hasn't he, quite recently. So... He's not exactly he's going to be going anywhere soon, like in terms of you can go on the cheap. Yeah, baffle me. It is baffle. I mean, but in some ways, I'm quite, you know, we needed a centre back, but was Rojo or Smalling what we needed? Definitely not. I kind of feel that Smalling is a safe pair of hands to sit behind uh, Yerimina if needed. 
That's all I would the problem say. Problem with Yerry Mina, he's so injury prone. Yeah, he's not. He didn't. He didn't have a good season. He's a big old unit, injuries. isn't he? He's a big. I've old never unit. heard Chris Smalling described as a safe pair of hands. <laughs> <before. laughs> what, what I mean by that, he... <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know what Chris Smalling he's been watching, mate. <laughs> uh, I guess. I guess what I mean is, is that he is an experienced player that I, you know what you're going to get, and that is a player that's going to try bringing it out from the back and lose possession. But it's okay because <laughs> got Adrissa Gay to cover that. Mm. Huh. Well, yeah. We lost our best player. There's no doubt about that. But you got Gambino in, mate. Moyes Keen. I can't wait to see this kid play, mate. Uh, uh, it is uh, intriguing. Uh, wait, 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 it's wait, exciting. Uh, Moyes <laughs> That's how you pronounce his is, name. Is it, I, Sky Sports are saying it, mate. No, mate. That's literally not even his close. Name. I watched Moyes Keen on your team's damn Twitter feed, and it's like, how do you pronounce Moyes Keen? And he's like, it's Moyes Keen. You're saying his name is not Moyes Akern. <laughs> that's much more fun. So all this time, for the last literally. Week or so that we've had him, I've been going, yeah, it's Moise Kern. <laughs> Moise. And it's actually just I will Moise link Keen. you. I will link you the video so you can see Moise Keen literally say Mate, his name. It sounds a lot better, so I'm happy to go. Yeah. I'm furious about this. Moise Kern was brilliant. Right, Moise Leicester Kern. City, Woods. Go on. Come on, Woods. Is it Leicester? Do your magic. We, we're Leicester. talking Leicester. The obvious choice to break into the top six this season. Uh, going to the summer. Uh, everyone felt pretty good about Leicester. Uh, they looked the pick of the bunch from um, 7 through 11. Uh, securing the services of Tielemann was a massive coup for Leicester, uh, providing with one of the most formidable midfields in the league with uh, the combination of Ndidi, Tielemann and uh, Madison. Exciting. Uh, the addition of Iosi Paris is a bit of a strange one. Uh, the man seems to have only had half a season of good football in his career, but he is versatile. Um, ultimately, it's how Leicester are going to handle the loss of Harry Maguire without... They didn't have time, nor uh, apparently the funds to go out and buy Nathan Ackett at £75 million, which makes perfect sense. Uh, so they're going to have to look for alternatives from within. Wes Morgan, as we all know, is a liability at this level, meaning the return in Benkovic, who was on loan at Celtic last season, may well be the option to play alongside Evans at the back. Holding on to the two fullbacks, though, Chilwell and Pereira, big plus... Arguably the best tandem in the league. Well, nice outside of the top two teams, because they definitely got the best tandems in the league. So at Leicester, are they the ones that are breaking through? Leicester will finish ahead of one of Chelsea or Manchester United, depending on which one of those is going to be the car wreck. They will break wow. into the top six. That's a cool. That's a big call. Who's next? Who have we got? Oh, oh Liverpool. Is that down to you? It is, yeah. Mm. Mm. hit me I feel like I'm going to have again a different view to Woods on this um, however from my judgement of Liverpool uh, my review and preview as, as we will um, they haven't made any signings of any note of any significance uh, and it turns out it's because they just spent a shitload of money on contracts last year for the big boys in terms of Mane, Salah, Firmino uh, Gomez um, and they've also, they believe they've obviously got a, a few players coming back from long-term injuries, including Gomez, uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain, um, I think Brewster as well, the young lad. Um, so yeah, Klopp's uh, obviously seen that he doesn't need to make any, 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 yeah, any improvements to the squad. He's obviously happy with what he's got. Do they improve on last year? Definitely not. Um, for me, I, I, I can't see it. You know, they lost one game last year. They've not had a great pre-season. They're going to have more games this year in terms of they've got the, the Club World Cup in December. They think they're playing your boys, aren't they, Woods, come end of August sometime. So I, I think there's, there's too many games for them this year to, to mount a significant challenge. But I still think they'll be there or thereabouts at the end of the season. 
Interesting. Interesting. I see Manchester City is next. You are correct, and that would be Mr. Woods. That is moi. Um, Crack on. Manchester City. Um, it's time for Mr. Guardiola to get onto the phone to Pat Riley and ask for... Uh, the ability to use the f- term free peep because that's exactly what Man City are going to do this term. Um, the rich continue to get richer. Man City uh, have scored 198 points in the last two seasons and realistically they're a VAR decision away from a European semi-final and probably a final as well. Still, they've managed to break um, the record for a uh, full, uh, fullback in Can- uh, Cancelo. I'm not good on that name. I'm going to have to learn that one. Uh, from Juventus spending 60 million on him and also found their... Um, heir apparent to Fernandinho um, in the Jorginho Tribute Act, Rodri. Um, looking forward to the media wanking themselves silly over him. Uh, losing Sane, though, big blow. Um, or it would be if it wasn't for the fact that City have such outrageous depth that they played without the best left-back in the world for two seasons and the best midfielder in the league for 12 months. Um, if this lot can get fit, they're going to win the European <laughs> Cup. Pretty succinctly said, I think. I agree with the European Cup comment. They're they're free peating, and if they get healthy at the right time, they're winning the lot. It's hard not to argue, which really isn't. It's fair. Although uh, I'm intrigued to see that of your hatred for Rodri already. (laughs) I assume this is going to be playing out as the season goes on. Yeah, I reckon there'll be a Rodri watch on, like a media (laughs) watch. Look at look at his pass completion. It's outrageous for a centre midfielder. So we're on the next Mate, one. Yeah, yeah, we know where well. we're going now. <clears throat> okay. Absolute shambles, Man United. Absolute shambles. My prediction this season is ninth. I've worked it out, and I genuinely think we're going to finish ninth this year. Um, the defence has been shored up. They're basically, you can either look at Man United positively or negatively. If you're going to go positively, we've signed Harry Maguire and Aaron Wan-Bissaka, which means you'd think that because we can play out the back, we'll have two ball-playing centre-halves that will be 15, 20 yards further up the pitch. So the likes of Sanchez, Lol, and Martial and Rashford, etc., etc., can get the ball closer to the goal. Yeah? Because we struggle to break teams down because we're miles away from the goal. Because we've got likes of Smalling coming out and getting tackled. Right. Or you can be negative and say that we spent, we sold Lukaku for £75 million and aren't replacing him. And we got rid of Herrera and haven't replaced him. And we got rid of Fellaini and haven't replaced him. It's a bit worrying as a Man United fan. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. However, pre-season has been good. Wins across the board. We spent £143 million and received 70-odd for Lukaku. There you go. Nicely done. Glory, glory, Man United. Um, For what it's worth, Ollie's getting found out. Big time, mate. Gone, 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 gone. I've spoken to you and I am annoyed at how badly run this fucking club is at the moment. Um... This is genuinely, in my lifetime of watching football, and we're relatively old people now, this is the furthest Manchester United have been from being title contenders. And it's not even close. They are fucking miles away. Well, so the, the, the first True. 11 and bench is, is genuinely terrible. We did a comparison the other day in the WhatsApp group where I made a case that I think three or four of Man United's defence and goalkeepers is better than Everton's. And then literally, I would have every single Everton player ahead of, if they had got bought Zahar, obviously, ahead of the United players. It's mad. It's mad. I don't, what, what world are we living in here? Like, when you smashed us 4-0 last year, mate, I was like, I was sitting there and obviously it hurt. It hurt, yeah, Lee. 
But I thought, we'll come back, we'll have a great summer, and no. We're going to get beaten by Everton again, 4-0. But, but the thing is, though, you, this is kind of what Man United have done for the last few seasons. They've just chucked money at it, haven't they? I think they've decided to stick with what they've got and try and work. But what we've got, mate, is a team that's going to finish. They ain't going to get top six. I, not I feel like they're, they're believing in Oli, mate, and... Me and Woods had a little chat about this in, in, earlier in the week where, you know, it's like falling for the Ollie propaganda like I was doing and trying not to be lured into thinking maybe everything is all right at Man United. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think we know deep down nothing has really changed since last season and it's probably going to be a... Big a promises. Big promises. Clear mate, out. He promised this that, out. He Loads promised of promises. Exactly that. Where he the fuck is the players going? None. Well, it's the condition of the players and the training. That's what he put a large part of it down to. Playing in his system, his way... What is his tempo. system? Ollie Ball, mate. Uh, it's a higher, faster tempo uh, compared to like Jose. Fuck it is, whatever. Mate, the XG, Norwich. the XG no, fell. Norwich. Who's next? The XG fell through the floor under Ollie. What's that? The XG fell through the floor under Ollie. It wasn't good. No, it was awful. Absolutely awful. Newcastle. Newcastle. Yes, me. Go. Obviously, we're all aware that older Rafa boy is gone. Um, I think this is dangerous times for Newcastle. Uh, they're going to be down there this year. They've um, they've obviously gone for Steve Bruce, who has never pulled up any trees at any club he's gone to in the past. Uh, they've decided to spunk forty million pound on this guy from Germany. I think from Hoffenheim, Jolinton, Jolinton, Jolinton. I think that's his name. Jolinton, Brazilian yep. chap. Forty million. Never never scored more than uh, eight goals in a season. <laughs> that's uh, that's quite incredible. But the reason why, obviously looking into this with Newcastle, the reason why they spent this amount of money is because Ashley is 10% down on his season ticket. No. <laughs> they're not renewing. Uh, they're, they're apparently marching from the Sports Direct to Newcastle. They've been booing. They've been chanting Rafa's name in pre-season. I think, um, I think yeah, Newcastle are going to struggle this year, and I think it's going to stem from the terraces onto the pitch. And I don't think Bruce is the man that's going to turn it around. They did... Um... I heard that they put an offer in for Jack Wills. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> God, hey, no, 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 no. <laughs> what football is that? Jack Wills, Jack Wills. Oh, Jack Wills. I imagine, oh, I get it. I imagine your reaction mate, is literally the reaction of the list. It's a bargain, mate. Huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, he's buying everything. Of debt. He's buying everything. He's going to shove everything into his damn Sports Direct store. It's bollocks, mate. He's a, he's a joke of an owner. Well, we've got ourselves some Norwich, have we? Yeah. All very quickly, though, Newcastle have signed a guy called St. Maxim who is meant to be the next Ben Arthur in terms of literally everything. So that would be an interesting one to watch. <laughs> like it. Pissed off Vieira last year, apparently. Yeah? Yeah. My man. Was not happy with him at all, which is why I think he's been shipped Has out. Hasn't he signed like a six-year deal as well? Yeah. First yeah. time since uh, Pardew. Yeah. Both of them. Both uh, An enigma. And... They've given this enigma a six-year deal. Fucking love it. You know what, Newcastle, what I will say is that the three players they've signed, what is it, Almiron, uh, jo- Joel Linton and um, Sam Maxim. Maxim. Right. <laughs> I fucking love these signings. I absolutely <laughs> fucking love them. It just reminds me of like um, mid-late 90s where these players would turn up and I had no idea who the fuck they were because I obviously didn't have the internet to know who these people were and it was so exciting and they've managed to do this in an era of the internet get me excited <laughs> about players I've never heard of uh, coming in that massive fees it's wonderful wonderful I can't wait to see this it's going to be an absolutely incredible train wreck what a journey at Newcastle <laughs> I can't wait <laughs> these poor Newcastle fans eh? oh mate oh mate we're laughing at their expense <clears throat> I know I know uh, Norwich City, right. 
So, Daniel Fark has the Dortmund Revolution up and running. Am I pronouncing his name correctly? I think that's right. Excellent. So, they buried the championship last season. Absolutely buried it. 94 points, 91 goals, the most, obviously. He's the guy that replaced David Wagner as the Dortmund B team manager when David Wagner was taken by Huddersfield. So... It's a pretty good process there. Go after the Dortmund reserve team managers, basically. So they've had, a weird, they've had quite a weird preseason. They drew their first preseason game against Armenia Bielefeld before impressingly beating Stoke. Stoke? Schalke, even. Um, they basically, they, they lost to Brentford. They thrashed Luton 5-1. They got smashed 4-1 by Atlanta and then won against Toulouse 1-0. They've had a very mixed bag there, basically. They've got a guy called Emiliano Buendia. He's an Argentinian winger. He's a danger man. Who? Danger man, mate. <laughs> Basically, he joined a year ago. He's going to tear up the Premier League. Guarantee it. They've only spent £3.75 million. And unfortunately for Lee, they've sent Naismith back to Scotland. Oh, poor old Naismith. We won't get to see him again. Good. They are doomed, aren't they? No, I, 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 mate, they've come out and they're, they're going to play, mate. They're going to play. Nah. They're going to play. I watched Norris play last year whilst they did tear it up in, in the Championship. Bit open. For some reason. Yeah. Bit open. For me. Mate, they're going to be players, entertaining, mate. though. Oh, yeah. What I will say about all the promoted teams, even the team which I believe that I'm about to talk about, they all got something to them. You know, all the matches that are coming up, they all got something to them. Go for it, my friend. Um, Yeah, Sheffield United, right? So on paper, it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, Sheffield United. But this ain't your Neil Warnock, Sheffield United. (laughs) Uh, Manager Chris Wilder is one of the more innovative coaches from the championship. He deploys a 3-4-1-2 formation, including centre-backs who get into advanced positions to f- support the attack. Like, this gung-ho what? football from Sheffield fucking United. Wonderful. And they had the best defence in the league doing it. This is unbelievable to me. Um, they, they, they've, they've brought in a lot of hungry British talent, which kind of fits the area, I'm sure, uh, from the lower leagues, uh, in, in an attempt to... <laughs> in an attempt to uh, pull a Bournemouth uh, by... Playing their football with the young British players, kind of trying to stay in the league. Uh, both Callum Robertson and uh, Luke Freeman both performed well uh, at the second level. Um, United looking to them, obviously, to provide some attacking input. Uh, but a big signing is uh, McBurney. Great name. And I'm probably butchering it. Uh, who's called- McBurney? No, no, right. McBurney. Is that right, Lee? I'm yeah. looking. He, McBurney? He played, Swansea, he? he played for Swansea. Got 37 McBurney? of Swansea's goals last season. Um Basically, they are looking he looks Scottish. to these new players that have been playing uh, at championship level, talented boys, giving them their opportunity to see if they can stay up. Will they do it? I, I doubt it right now. If you ask me right now, they're probably going to go down. But again, like Norwich. I love that Woods has spent so much time talking about Sheffield United. He didn't spend this much time on fucking Chelsea. <laughs> mate, I know. Mate, I, I, honestly, I did a little I did, I, I did bit of research. Woods has got a second team here, I Sheffield feel. United. And, you know, because like, like I said, my, my mindset Sheffield United is Neil Warnock pissing and moaning about Tevez. Like, this ain't that. This is a team which um, got promoted from League One into the Championship and then the Championship to the Premier League. So they've kind of done that back-to-back promotion into the Premier League. So they gathered a bit of momentum. Um... I'm, I'm, I'm really interested to see this team. And like I said, all the promoted teams are really intriguing. I mean, even Villa, who have obviously got, I think, again, they've got a, a, a good manager there, uh, a lot of investment, and that's going to be really difficult to handle early. I'm, I'm really excited to see. I love the, the different teams. styles, the way that teams do it. Right? Yeah. Some teams like a Fulham. And that's the danger now. Do you want to do a Fulham or not? Yeah. You know, that is the danger. Yeah, um, that is it. Give me some Southampton goodness, Lee. Uh, Southampton, yeah. Um, 
I think Southampton are going to have a, a safe season this year. Um, I think Hassan Hootal last year steadied the ship uh, massively. And I think they, I think Southampton got a lot to look forward to. Um, they do need to address their goal-scoring issues. Uh, and I think they've hopefully done that in Shea Adams from Birmingham. Uh, £15 million. He's a Callum Wilson-esque type player. So whether he's got the goals to match it, we'll see. Um, but they definitely need a double-figure goal-scorer because they've not had one since uh, Mane, which was a few seasons ago now. Uh, they need to address their home record. Uh, they've only won 15 in the last 57 um, at home, which is, again, that's not good. Um, but I do foresee a, a fairly safe season for them, a 12th, 13th position. Um, not too much business. It's been a quiet one for them, really, I think. Uh, Danny Ings has already confirmed. Uh, they have got this other guy as well who I can't pronounce. I think it's Musa Njinjabo. Tidy outlay on him, 14 million. But yeah, we'll see. Excellent. I'm glad I I'm, I'm, tell you what, I'm glad I didn't get Southampton because they're just their kit this year is so oh. bad. So bad. Mm. And that's enough for me to just I no. I've like also a big shout out to them. They got 17 million for Matt Taggart, mate. How, how did they uh, do that? Sorry, you what? 17 million Villa paid for him. What are Villa for doing? For a, for a backup fullback. What? I don't know. That's mad. Villa have made some weird signings. Yeah. Um we're on Spurs, yeah? We are indeed. Spurs. Clock me, my friend. So Spurs finished fourth last year and they should have had top three sorted out. Chelsea, obviously, fans are pretty happy about the fact that happened. Um, this year, they need to close that gap. Anything less than third for me is a complete and utter failure. They need a title challenge until the end of the season. Genuinely, if they do not do that, it's a failure. It's a massive, massive failure, right? They brought in this guy called Ndombele to basically replace Wanyama because Wanyama's basically fucked. The irritating, the, the weird thing is they've, they've sold Trippier as well, who had a poor season last year. But now they've got Walker-Peters and Aurier and Hoyt vying for a right-back spot. All three of them are not, that well, two of them are right-backs and they're both shit and one of the other one isn't really a right-back. Weird, weird uh, movement there by, by, by Pochettino in the transfer market to not sign a right-back to replace Trippier. Um, left back, they've obviously got Ryan Sessegnon. That was confirmed today. They've also brought in a Los Kelso on a on a season long loan from Betis before obviously buying him in a year's time. But basically, they need, they need the title. They've got the players got the experience now. Damn you! Can I say one more thing? Yes. Um, they've got a fucking new stadium. They've got shiny new players for the first time in seemingly forever. They've got momentum on their side. If they don't do this, if they don't challenge to the fucking final week of the season, it's a failure. Right, mate. You are saying that they've got to compete with Man City, as Woods alluded to earlier. They've got like you know just nearly two hundred <coughs> points in two seasons. Yeah, they they have to they have to win some silverware. I don't, I I, yeah, I know Poch has been trophy. I know Poch has been on the well if it isn't the European Cup or the Premier League, what's the point? I'm pretty sure if you ask the fans at this point, it's like yeah, let's have an FA Cup. You know, it'd be nice to have that. They did win a, uh, the Audi Cup, didn't they, uh, pre-season? So, yeah, in, so in pre-season, they beat Madrid, Juventus, Bayern Munich on penalties, but uh, lost to Man United. Mm. Glory, mm. glory Man United, mm. mate. Tasty game as well. Yeah, it was a tasty game. It was game. a very tasty game. Go on, the next one. We've got Watford, haven't we? That's Mr. Woods. Watford. They, broke their, they did break their spending like transfer record today. They so. did. They did. It's mm. uh, 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 Saar from, from Ren. I'll get, I'll get to that, Giza. Uh, last time we saw Watford, they were getting their pants pulled down in front of the uh, a whole nation in the FA Cup final. Uh, but that shouldn't really detract from uh, what was ultimately a fantastic season. Um, but where do they go from here? 
like really where do they go from here they're spending power uh they can't compete with the the other three teams above them that are that are vying to break into that top 6 uh their squad uh, is the oldest average age in the league. Um, so they, they need to start freshening things up. And they went and bought Craig Dawson. I ain't going to help. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> more interesting, though, is, like you said, the addition of uh, Saar from Wren. Uh, 24 goal involvements last season uh, for a 21-year-old Senegalese international. He's a, he's a winger, so that could be quite exciting. Uh, the addition of veteran striker, yes, he is, Danny Welbeck, is another welcome addition. Uh, if he can remain fit, It'll provide a bit of class to the front line of uh, Gray and Dini. So that's 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 a positive. There you go, Watford. That's a couple of positives. Always got a soft spot for Welbs. Welbs going to Welbs, mate. That back kill in fucking Ukraine, mate. I was there. Was there live? We yeah? were there, mate. We were there. What a time to be alive. Um, next team, who's next? Is it West Ham? It is West Ham. That's myself. Two ton, son. Two ton. Let's go, yeah. So West Ham, they're in this uh, bracket of teams with Everton and Leicester who you could feel maybe push on. Maybe last year, I think they were at the bottom of that pile. Um, this year, they've made some they made some interesting signings. I can't really tell you much about the geezer, uh, Sebastian Haller, apart from the fact that he supported Luka Jovic at Frankfurt last year and they've both got moves. Um, I think he only scored two goals less with 15 goals, uh, but it's made triple more assists with nine so he could be their answer to Andy Carroll, who we haven't seen on the pitch in fuck knows how long now. Um, they need a goal scorer and something that's kind of lacked. They've managed to get rid of Arn Altovic, who was probably a cancer in the club. So I think they've done well there to do that. Um, they've also got um, a guy called Pablo Fornells from uh, Villarreal, mate. And I think this could be a, a tricky little signing, mate. Maybe a one of you know, ones to watch. Um, but they've got a bloated midfield. They've got so many midfielders. Still maybe a bit suspect at the back, but... Um, other news as well, Jack Wilshere's back. So let's see how long Hooray. he lasts. And also they managed to keep Declan Rice. <laughs> which is a massive positive. I can't, I can't believe no one went in for him at all. There was literally no rumours with old Declan Rice. Yeah, it was baffling. Mm. Baffling. All right, last one is Wolves, yeah? Yes. And that's me. Here we go then. Wolves are a very interesting team. They finished seventh last season. So realistically, where can they go from here? Very interesting question. I asked myself this when I was looking at Wolves, and amazingly, the club have basically said, "Let's go fucking higher." Yeah, <laughs> let's go higher than where we were, which was seventh last year. They've signed Catrone, which is a fucking excellent signing. They've signed a guy called Pedro Neto as well, who I don't know much about. They've also got permanent now deals for Jimenez and Dendonka, and they've got on loan Jesus Vallejo. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Basically, that kid's a superstar, waiting to happen. And um, they've kept players like Ruben Neves. Like, it looks pretty freaking rosy for Wolves, if you ask me. Um, they had a really good pre-season. They smashed the Crusaders 4-0. Oh, no, was it 6-2 in the Europa League, I think yeah. it was? They drew it. They, they, they drew with City in the Premier League Asia tournament and then fucked Newcastle 4-0. They've spent 80-odd million, 90 million, recouped 3 million. So you who think the they're finishing the again? Um, you'll see, where, you, you'll see you where I've put them when we go through the top six. Mm. You see? Okay, so what, you've got him in the top six then? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I've gone for me. Right, that is, that is segment over. Over. Wait, I'm relieved, mate. I, I, that, was, that was frantic. I, I was quite enjoyable, no? Oof. You look quite yeah. hot and bothered. You know, you know me, mate. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a stroller, mate. I'm like, he you know, strolls through the games. Stroll through the game, mate. Strolls yeah. through the games. Right, so we're going to talk now about our top personal three transfers of the season of the summer so far. Or say, as I say so far, they've all happened now. So, who wants to go first with their third choice? With my first or third? Third. 
third, okay. Um, I mentioned him earlier, actually, is uh, Shea Adams. Um, I think it's been a, a, a crafty little buy from uh, Southampton, only 15 million. A blight, he has come from the Championship, and, you know, can he prove himself in the Premier League? But I think a uh, £15 million is quite a snip. So, yeah. Very nice. Woods? Uh, Tenkai and Dombele. I think the geese is going to be a bit of a rock star in the midfield for Tottenham. Um, he's going to be able to come in and do basically what Dembele was doing when Dembele was at his full peak. Um, he's he's very good at moving the ball forward from deep, good range of passing. Um, very jealous at this one. Um, I think he's going to be Talking a star. positive about Spurs as well. There you go, Rob. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope you, I hope you're keeping count at home. Uh, my number three is... Pablo Fornells, whatever his name is, uh, joined most assists in La Liga last year, mm. which is a pretty crazy stat in a league that has Messi in it. Yeah. Um, he only cost him £24 million as well. So if you're looking at value for money and looking at potential output, could be a huge dark horse for, my, for me. Um, I'll go second if you want, and then we can go reverse He's looked quite sharp in the, in the couple of pre-season games he's played as well. He right? has as well. He has as well. Um, I'll do my two now so we can go in like reverse. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with Aaron Wan-Bissaka. Oh! purely on the impact he will have because we haven't had a right back since Gary Neville left. We've literally been playing Ashley Young and Antonio Valencia at right back and Raphael for a bit, right? That's been our right backs since Gary Neville left. Wow. And we've got one pre-season he's looked like a fucking Terminator. So I'm ecstatic basically. And I think the impact he'll have is, is enormous. Nice. What's uh, Moise Keane. Just, uh, I'm really, really excited to see this kid. Um, in, in limited minutes, he put up really good goal numbers. Um, I think he was averaging basically a goal every 76 minutes because of just the limited games that he did play. Uh, I'm just really excited. I think Everton, when watching them last year, they are a good watch when they're in full flow, but they always looked like they were missing something, and it was the striker, as, as Lee obviously more than uh, told us last year. So I'm excited to see this. Really excited to see it. Well, I might as well, you know, support Woods and also announce that he was also my number one. Because oh, he it. is, you know, I'm, I'm seeing snippets in training. I was talking to you last night. He looks a cut above every, everyone we've got already on, on, you know, on the training pitch. So wow. um, he's getting me excited. Um, I just, I am worried though, whether, you know, how many goals is he going to get? He, he, you, he actually promised, he promised to score at least seven goals. I mean, that, that is a concern. <laughs> that is a concern. <laughs> Seven. And he's I spent thirty like million. Translation issue. Maybe he meant seventeen, but you know, apparently it's he, he said that seven. So. All competitions, seven goals. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm I'm hoping for a little bit more than that. Put it that way. So who's your number two then? So my number two is the guy I just also just spoke about with uh, West Ham. What else? Uh, no, Seb Seb Haller. Ah, Haller Haller Haller. As you alluded to with your chat, though, he's going to have a decent supply. He sounds like he's a bit of a unit. Yeah. Um. I feel like West Ham have missed that kind of that focal point. They've tried it with Anelcevic and with Hernandez, and it's not quite worked. Um, they've got some lovely players in behind that could like the Lanzini, mate. Like you know. Lanzini, Yarmolenko. Now mm. he's like a new signing for them. They've got obviously an Anderson as well. So if he gets the um, the supply, then it's, it's very Lanzini, much possible. Not? Yeah. Uh, well, my number one. A lot was, of money, though. I would say. Though. My, my number one was also Moise Kern. Moise Kern. <laughs> Just, just Moise Keane. <laughs> uh, just because, as you said, like you know, I, I just 
the day Everton go and spunk that much money on a footballer as a striker from Juventus from Juventus you know what I mean and the fact that Juventus fans are livid about this because there's no buyback clause or you know what I mean it's a mad deal it's a mad deal and it's one of, it's one of those things again where realistically Lee how much how much of this guy have you seen I've only literally watched YouTube snippets. So it's exciting, you, right? You've got, you've got, you've got a, ooh, an exciting, exactly. shiny, exotic player I mean, that you've never the, heard of. The only thing that sticks in my mind is when we touched upon it last year was obviously the whole uh, racism incident mm. where Chiellini did not cover himself in glory in terms of protecting him. Um, that's, that's, wasn't, that's, wasn't, it, wasn't it Benucci? It was Benucci. Oh, was it Benucci? Yeah. Sorry, Benucci, sorry dicking on Chiellini. Poor Benucci. Chiellini. He's like, oh, uh, <laughs> leave me out of this. But yeah, that's pretty much my only actual knowledge of him so you know as I said I had to go to the, the old YouTube to check him out and everyone looks good on YouTube mate but... monster on football manager as well so um, this looks like there's a lot of potential there yeah though. Woods talk to me who's number one Alan Sant Maximin the geezer wears Gucci headbands this is what I'm talking <laughs> about man this guy he just loves a dribble loves a dribble he did honestly did you hear his interview did, this... you hear, did you hear his interview when he, when he was he goes, he goes basically I don't you know, I'm not all about scoring goals. I just want to run. <laughs> I, all, like, I, I just, all I care about is running. I can't. I was like, this guy is going to be a, hilarious. Soon as, if he gets to actually watch a Newcastle game, he's going to fucking melt down at this guy. <laughs> I can't wait. I fu- I, this guy is everything I love. About, like, he's so Newcastle as well, this sign. You, say, you said um, about him being Ben, ben Arthur, Arthur. yeah. It's, it's, it's Lauren Robert. It's it's David Ginola. It's basically it's so Newcastle. And I so fucking love it. This this is Pino going great. So I know he's dropped the uh, the headband though. He's he's going for a plain black one apparently. Boo Burns. He needs to get the Gucci one back, mate. Rocking a Gucci <laughs> headband. <laughs> you know he, he didn't turn up to training, and, and this is what I was trying to obviously didn't have time to say it with Patrick Vieira, um, the manager of Nice. He was not happy and basically said that he thinks he's got all. You know all, all the, the skills, and he just doesn't need to employ himself, so he doesn't turn up to training. <laughs> just doesn't turn just, up. To just training. doesn't turn up to training. That's like wow. And can you imagine Steve Bruce laying the law down to him? <laughs> yeah. no, come on, there, son. You know, it's like, <laughs> nice, nice, like Steve. Are we? Maybe because not like Steve Bruce is like nice Steve Bruce. He'll see him as like a father figure, and it'll be you'll use the I'm disappointed, uh, and Auntie Bruce. Yeah, Auntie. <laughs> Like where Patrick Fieri, you can imagine Patrick Fieri is like proper confrontational, like in your face about it. And he's just like, I don't give a fuck. You see my Gucci headband. <laughs> so, all right, who had the best window? Uh, best window. I don't have a best window. Why not? I have mine blank. Wow. Cause... That's a bold approach to a question. <laughs> <laughs> that you raised. Did well, you no, you mate, asked the question. I sat here, obviously, today... Wanting it to be Zaha, <laughs> so I could go in straight away. Go, yeah, it's Everton, and uh, obviously as the as the day panned out, mate, it just got worse. And what worse is worth, for, me. for what is worth, I have put Everton. You exactly. But Has I, it won't be signed after today? I feel after, the whole window up until the last couple of days, I would have said Everton. But mate, it's Everton. It does have a caveat because right, they've signed some good players, right? They've signed some good players. They've got they've got a replacement for Gay. They've got Andre Gomez on a permanent. They've got a fucking new shiny striker. They've got a CD Bay at fullback. Have you seen anyone else? Oh, Iwobi? Iwobi was... Iwobi? Yeah. That's what brings it down, mate. Yeah. And, you know, you, and no centre-halves. As you, as you called it, the, 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 what was it? The Morrison's fucking Zaha or something, wasn't it? You yeah, know? it's the Morrison Zaha, mate. It's, it's like all the, you know, Zaha's waitress, and this is what, you know, we've gone to Morrison's instead. Yeah, that and is uh, concerning. It is concerning. What's, what's, your, what's, your, what's your best window team? Um... 
there's there's obviously an obvious choice. Um, it's a team from from North London. Um, they've had an excellent window. It's Tottenham Hotspurs. Yeah. Um, I feel like it, I think like we were heaping the pressure on them. When uh, obviously, well, maybe Michael, you did with your uh, review because they them. fucking deserve it. But you know, the play they have some some players. But Celso they? and um, and Dombele in midfield. Yes, please give me some of that. They have got a bit of a question mark, obviously, against Christian Eriksen. Um, they've got what, the rest of the month to, to see what's going to happen there? Um, obviously, they well, he w- wants Spain, doesn't he? So it's, The only thing yeah. I'll say with Spurs, two things. I mentioned it earlier, right back. Yes. I'm going to mention it now. What happens when Harry Kane gets injured this time? I know they've got there's, Son. There's no Lorente. There's no Lorente. There's no Janssen either. That's all, they've got Son. Sonny boy. But, but... Lucas Moura. Mm, uh, I mean, I can't talk. We've got no one. We've got Rashford, for Christ's sake. The so. thing is, though, as you said, though, with, with Kane... You know, getting injured. He will get injured because it's happening pretty much every season. He has all had a rest happen. this summer. That's all I will say. Like, it's the first time it feels like... Guarantee at some point his ankle will go. And he'll rush, be rushed back. Ankle's made of glass, mate. Um, who's, who's, at, who's at the worst window? <laughs> um, I'm going to take you back to a time, Mikey. It's a sad time for you, actually. It's a sad time. I'm going to take you back to, to May 2012, um, oh, where okay. Manchester United are on the field at the stadium of light and they believe they've won the league and only to be let down by um, one of the most iconic moments in Premier League history when Aguero nets against QPR in extra time. So Alex Ferguson's on the field. He comes off obviously with his players and he's thinking to himself, how am I not going to let this happen again? And he's like, you know what I'm going to go do? I'm going to go buy Robin Van Persie because I ain't going to have this shit no more. So why that am I talking about this? was one of my favourite moments ever as a, as, a, as a fan of football. Okay, Signing Van Persie was, was fucking incredible. So, I love that, man. So why am I talking about this? I am talking about this because a team finished a point behind league champions Manchester City and proceeded to do absolutely fucking nothing this window. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Like, not even kind of think, let's get some depth in. We've obviously got, like, these players are playing a lot of minutes. Salah and Mane have played a lot of games at the Cup of Nations. Got to kind of be worried about that a bit. Nothing at all. Not a sausage. What the fuck are they doing? I, 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 I can't believe I'm obviously going to try and defend Liverpool, but I don't feel like they... Maybe a striker to as a support for Firmino, because um, I don't think Origi is obviously that, that guy, even though he signed a new contract. Um, the only other, other viable option that maybe they could have got in that would have potentially strengthened the team was Coutinho, and Klopp obviously didn't like him in the first place, which is why he shipped him out to Barcelona. In the first Mate, they place. just won the Champions League. They could have, they could have had the pick of any, any talent in Europe. Yeah, but what what striker? Okay, where do they need to? Improve? I half expected defence. I half expected that Dybala to end up there in the end. I know there's mate, I know there's I like, complications. Mate. I know that there's been a lot of honey dicking from Juve um, with, with, with Dybala. Your whole but, image rights thing is mate. The constant point. accusation against Liverpool is that um, since Coutinho left, they haven't got they haven't got anyone that can do something yeah. like he could. Go and sign someone that can. It doesn't have to be Coutinho, but the amount of, the amount of Players will go and play for Liverpool now. Oh, yeah. So who was that player then? Who's that player that's going to make them better? Mate, who'd heard of Ndombele a year ago? No one had. And look, and now look, Spurs have gone... I, I think, do you I know what I mean? I think there are putting, players out think, there. I think they're putting their eggs in the basket in terms of Cater. Because I think, I think that's what they want this year. I think they want him to push on. Yeah. It's a bold strategy, Cadden. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, Cater did show in flashes that he's got that capability, but he's also shown in... Um, Long, long flashes. Uh, that is, he's, he's liable to miss a load of games because he's always injured. Um, it's 
I get it. Continuity. I, I, continuity. It, it, it also does those contracts as well. Right? And, and he did say well. about the contracts, and that's a fair point. I just kind of feel that they've sat there and literally done nothing. Uh, I don't. They, they they needed someone to challenge Firmino for me. Yeah, I mean, Firmino needs an upgrade. I, I'm, I'm just going to go out there and say they need to upgrade Firmino. I don't believe he's good enough to win the title. Uh, I think he's good enough to be part of a squad that can win the title. They're not, they're not winning the league basically because. They finished behind City. City went, right, let's go get better. And Liverpool went, let's just be the same. You know what I mean? And this is why I mean, like, the difference in mentality between Manchester United in 2012 and our mentality in Liverpool in 2011 is, oh, we won a European Cup and we feel pretty good about that. Fergie, obviously, they didn't win anything. And I know that's completely different. But Fergie was like, I am not having this lot do that to me again. I think there's been a bit of an well, there's an exchange between Pep and, and Klopp, hasn't there, over the over the preseason in terms of the money. Yeah, I, I think I think Klopp's proven a point though. Like Man City do have all the money; they can literally go out and buy whoever they want. They do. Whereas they do. Liverpool, maybe I don't think can do that. No. Well, I I imagine the money's there for. And it's also worth. that means they'd have to shift a lot on because they've got quite you know with players coming back, they've actually started to get not a bloated squad, but they've got quite a few players. Liverpool. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who their alternatives are out in the wings other than Shakiri. I mean, are they really going to rely on Devok Origi to, to do Salah's work when he's out? You know what I mean? I don't, think, I don't think they've got that big a blow in the squad, to be honest with you, at all. With the, yeah, they have obviously like Oxlade-Chamberlain coming back, Gomez coming back. They're going to have cover across the def- especially in centre-backs and across the middle of the park. Yeah, but, though, but, but those posi- but, but those posi- in Klopp's system, those, those positions, your centre midfield and your centre-halves, are functional positions. The, the players that something fell off the thing. Um, the players that are doing a lot of the fucking incisive work, they've only got one of them. The majority of the time, you know, mm-hmm. you need you need they they've got depth in places they need depth, obviously, because you need that there is a lot of running that the likes of Hendersons and Oxley Chamberlains and all that lot will have to do, and Fabinho's. But out on the wings and up front, the, the clinical areas, the reason why all these players do the hard work, you know. I, I worry. I worry. My projection I worry. is. I struggle to think who they can get in there would be better than Mane or Salah. They don't need better. No, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying to. I'm not saying to do that. I'm saying that you can get someone who's better than Firmino. For sure, dude. That no. How many times have like, wait, like okay? So when um when Arsenal signed, uh, but Firmino is, when, when, is quite when, pivotal to that system in terms of the way he works. There's, there's not many two other strikers that are willing to make that sacrifice. There, there are dude. There are many strikers that would for Liverpool. Look what, look what Ribery did at Bayern Munich when he decided to start working. Look what Robin did at Bayern Munich when he decided to start working. You can coach that side of the game into players if they want it enough. You know? Maybe the players ain't out there that want it. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not having this argument from you. Such a it, massive it, it, Liverpool it. fan you are, you know, mate. What is this? What is this? What is this? I don't even know why I'm going. Do you know what I mean? Come on. <laughs> right, my worst window is Manchester United. Fair. Very easy to say. Yeah. Um, it's been fucking abysmal. We've made some good signings. and said I like the Maguire signing. I like the Wan-Bissaka signing. You know, Daniel James, you know, 10 feet, what was it, 15 million? Fine. You know, he looks very fast. Fine. But we've still got a fuckload of terrible players in that team. We need to get rid of at least six. Um, uh, there, there are two things that I called on Man United to be this season is ruthless, off the pitch and on the pitch. And they're not, they haven't been either. Um, off the pitch, there's no ruthlessness there in terms of getting rid of Deadwood. Why did we give Rojo a new deal? Why did we give Matter a new deal? I love Matter. But why did we give fucking Smalling a new deal a while ago? Why are we doing this? Be ruthless with players. Get rid of them. They're not good enough. And we need to transfer. We need to translate that ruthlessness onto the pitch. 
Because we can't, we can't continue to afford to have people like Jesse Lingard, who got like one assist last year, still in and around that first team squad. Like, what's going on? Be ruthless. What's that? Fred comes in. Oh, he's had what two two years now, or something like that, or a year. He's had a year. This yeah. is his second season. If he has another bad year, get rid. Take a fucking cut on him. Take a loss. Doesn't matter. Well, you wouldn't even win to do it with Lukaku, were you? No, exactly. And that's and that's the thing. Get rid. Be ruthless. A terrible preseason. Mm. Lee. Um, mine was a toss-up between Newcastle and Palace. Um, I think in Newcastle initially because Ashley only started to <laughs> spend inc- the money. He's incredulous over there looking. Oh, because of your boy. <laughs> Wait, they've, they've spent their money on a, on a geezer that's been compared to Ben Arthur. Come on. Um, that, mate, uh, uh, we'll, we'll see, mate. Cold hero, Ben Arthur. <laughs> yes. He, he'll score a few Gucci goals. Headband. He AWOL. <laughs> Gucci Headband. Um, and, and a £40 million striker that's never scored more than eight goals. Come on. Um, and the only reason why they spunked that money was because they were losing season ticket holders. So they needed to get someone in. However, I am going to go with Palace because they've had an abysmal window and, and also they fucked me over with, uh, with not allowing Zaha to go. That, so that seemed personal, that did. Yeah, but they've also now got a player that's now disgruntled and not happy um, who is pivotal to their team in terms of winning. They've got like, Gary Cahill came in, McCarthy. These are all quite substandard Premier League players, man. I don't think they've improved their squad in any way, shape, or form. Strikers, they're looking weak. Um, oh, you know, shit, yeah. are high at the equation. Batshuayi, has gone not back. There as well, yeah. Exactly. They, they are screwed. Hey, the worrying thing about Crystal Palace is, is that they signed James McCarthy, and he might potentially play alongside James MacArthur. That's a nightmare. The, the Wigan days of like, you know, 10 years ago, eight terrible. years ago. Absolutely terrible. Um, so we want to talk about our potential flop of the season, yeah? By the way, the timekeeper's just saying, or the time master's saying we're horribly fucked. <laughs> As it's the first part of the season horribly fucked. cheer up nicely done time master well, you've got all season to get us right yeah, yeah. so flop of the season make it snappy a Joel Linton mate he is definitely going to flop he's going to bomb big time he's got a winger who doesn't want to do anything but run with the ball like generally he's not going to see the ball like Lee said the Geese scored 7 goals last season 40 million they generally spent 40 million on this guy unbelievable yeah he's going to probably score about 5 5 goals mate, well, whilst, all the while Salomon Rondon's mate, banging him in wherever he's gone China mate, China, mate. Living, hero. living the hero ladies Rondon I love that guy Lee um, what are we going for now flop floppy floppy McFlops oh, I don't know that one you've got so many papers what, <laughs> why did you not have a flop I don't know, I didn't have time to think. What's going on? Didn't have a best window, didn't have a flop. Look at all of this paperwork. Well, I've got all the other ones covered, mate. All the other ones are covered. It's hard. It's hard. So, so you've answered, do you know what? Do you know what? You've I'm, answered my, some my, of the questions. Do you know who my flop is going to be? It's going to be the opposite to Woods, you know, so therefore I'm going for this fucking St. Maxine guy, okay? <laughs> He's going to flop hard. He is flopping hard. Impossible, mate. He swags through the roof. <laughs> uh, my flop is Pepper. Oh, Nicola Pepper. It's a good call. Spend well. 70 odd million on someone who, literally, mate, he ain't very good. 11 penalties last year. <laughs> he ain't very good. He is a guy that is bumbly, he's erratic. Um, I, from, what I've, I, I, from what I've seen of him, he never looks quite in control of the ball. Uh, 11 penalties last season. He's very raw, very young. I think they're going to place a lot of emphasis on this guy and he's ain't going to. Basically, they'd have been better off having a baby. Wow. I really don't think this guy is going to be all that. I really don't. And from 
what I've been reading, because I obviously put a little bit of work into trying to form this opinion. From what I've been reading, <laughs> mate, people in the know, yeah, in the know that watch him every week, because I will not claim to, they are of a very similar opinion to me, because that's where I've got, got my opinion from. So. Hey. But I'm running with it, and I'm running with it, and I'm banking on it. Your hero. Right? Wow. Right, let's run for our top six. Top six. Quickly. Quickly. I think we'll probably, I don't know, we're all agreeing on Man City, I'm assuming. City champions. Yeah. Yes. City are champions. Yes, we are. I've still got Liverpool second. Liverpool second. I do not. <gasps> You've gone Tottenham, haven't you? I've gone Tottenham. Wow. I think Tottenham have got it. I think they've got it. They're, they've got, they managed to get to the Champions League final last year and they managed to, um, well, they had a good season up until the end because realistically Chelsea should not have got third. And they're coming into it now of a fresh stadium, a wave of momentum, having spent a load of money on signings, arrested Harry Kane. I, I, I think they've got a lot going for them, and I think that's going to carry them further than it did last year. Okay. Fair point. I've got Spurs as third. Spurs third, yeah. I guess, what, Liverpool yeah. third? No, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Liverpool falling out of the top four for Mikey. Uh, who's I mean, getting that, who's... that fourth spot? It's between Man United and Chelsea, and I've put Man United here. Wow. Okay. <laughs> put, Mikey, tell me Leicester. where you put Manchester United. <laughs> well, uh, he's got them down in night, hasn't he? <laughs> hang on. I've got one, two. I thought three, you worked four, it all five, out. Six, seven, eight. Hang on. One, two, three, four. Yeah, they're ninth for me. I've got my top eight written down and Man United on it. So, wow. Yeah. Uh, who, I've gone Leicester. I've, I've gone Leicester because I, I think. Um, wow. <clears throat> I think Brendan Rodgers, I, I called him out last year and he proved me horribly wrong. And now I'm all aboard the Brendan bus. He, uh, um, Tillemans is an inspired signing. Um, to be honest, you have making that permanent. I just think they're going to be quite good. I don't think they're going to miss Maguire as much as we think they will. Um, yeah, I think they'll be all right. I think they're going to get. I think they're going to get top four. I think if they replace Maguire, then I would be kind of leave. Well, I could maybe see where you're coming from, but I don't think they. I don't think they make top. I don't think they make top six. Hey, man, we don't do this to sit on the fence, man. I'm going for a bold decision. That is bold. Woods, who's your, who's, who's your number four? Simply put, it should be Arsenal, right? Spent a fuckload of money. Um, ain't Arsenal. But, it's not Arsenal, <laughs> mate, because that, that comical defence. But I haven't got Arsenal. I have got Chelsea finishing fourth. No, oh, of course he does. <laughs> I've, I've gone the anti-Michael here. I could have quite easily put Chelsea down in ninth and tenth, but I've gone like, no, this is all going to work. It's all going to come good. Uh, got, mate, I tried that blind optimism last year, mate. It didn't get me anywhere. Yeah. I wouldn't worry. I, I've I've got that to go through before I get to okay. kind of the, the depression <laughs> stage of it. Okay, who have we got in fifth? Then uh, I have got Arsenal. I've got Chelsea, but I feel, I do feel like it'll be Chelsea have a good chance of getting top four. I think they can go fourth. I've got Everton. <laughs> <laughs> even without Zaha. Yes, even without Zaha. Ah, oh, mate, you're, you're deluded, mate. You might as well be an Everton fan. Jesus. No, I, I, I've gone for a wacky one. Fair enough. Wow. Who did you say you had, Woods? I've got Arsenal fifth. Arsenal and... I've got Chelsea. Yeah. All right, who's in sixth then? Uh, Leicester. So I've got Everton or Arsenal and I put Zaha question mark, so technically I should go Arsenal. I've got Arsenal here. Yeah. So Arsenal sixth. Yeah. I don't think we've done enough to close the gap. No. And I think Leicester, mm, West Ham. Mm. Mate, every year, every single year, there's surprises. And uh, I don't think, for what it's worth, I don't think Wolves are doing well because of the Europa League. Yep. I think they're, they're going to struggle this year on Sundays, playing Thursday, Sunday. Uh, I have Wolves in seventh. No. Oh, really? 
They finished seventh last year yeah. and they've got a better squad now. So I just can't. Hang on a minute. You've got Chelsea eighth? Yeah. Right, I think wow. you're struggling. I don't know where you go. I don't know how you're scoring. I, I, to be fair, I, I'd love Michael's predictions to come true. This would be a great season for me. You know, it'd be incredible. Like I, I'm top six. Mate, and the boys are out. There. Oh, wait, I'm so, down. So, on... so, so you think that Everton could finish above both of them? Yeah, I do. I think they've got a better team. Okay, what are you smoking, mate? I just, I just, I no, I, I think. Look, this is all barring crazy acts of God, right? Like red cards and, and injuries and shit like that, right? Where you can't mm-hmm. legislate for it, and and also what happens in January and things like that, right? But I just genuinely think, I think, um, I don't know, man. I just, I, I look at Chelsea and I just think, oh God, that's a fucking bonfire. I look at Man United and I think, oh, that's a fucking bonfire. And I look at Arsenal and I think, you concede in every fucking time you play. Um, I love Arsenal going forward. I love, I love Aubameyang and Lacazette. I cannot stress to you how much I love that too. But, you know, I, I don't see any, I don't see any protection for their, for their goalkeeper. And um, I it's see... It's not only I, in defence, is it? It's in midfield and as I, well. And I see... I see the verve and the positivity with Everton and Wolves and Leicester. Okay. I, I see them. I think they've all three of them have got very progressive managers. I think they play uh, proven football. I don't Frank Lampard. I don't know what he does. I don't know who he is. Uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I don't know who he is or what he does. I well, know obviously I know who they both are, but do you know what I mean? They're not. They are unknown quantities when it comes to managing in the Premier League. And um, yeah, I just I just don't see it. I just don't see it. And I don't rate you and I Emery either, so you know that's why I don't think they're going top you four. You do have a personal vendetta. Can't understand what you're saying. Um, relegation, talk to me. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely Norwich, mate. They are no Norwich are too open, and I think they'll go. And there's no quality throughout the whole side. They've also their goal, the guy that scored loads of goals last year. Is it Puky? Puky. Puky. Yeah, he he scored. I'm, I'm not too sure if he's going to step it up. Well, I don't know who isn't going to get relegated. I know you did say they were going to get relegated. Yeah. Who's the other two? <laughs> um, where are we? Uh, I've got Sheffield United as well. Although I do agree with Woods, they could, they could go the other way. They could. Uh, they could. Uh, I doubt it. Though. Yeah. And then I've got a toss up between Newcastle, Brighton, and Burnley. It depends, you know, if when Steve Bruce gets sacked and who they bring in, you know, how long. I, I, I do have a sneaky suspicion that maybe Brighton will be okay with their manager if they take to his tactics because he's quite wherever he's gone he's done quite well whether it be at the Premier League level I'm not too sure but we'll see so him but you know we we say every year we always want Burnley to go down yeah um, I've got Sheffield United yep. um, purely on the reason purely 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 on the reason um, that yeah they've got these funky tactics going on but they've never faced Man City before and other Premier League teams that have to put up with this kind of stuff all the time I think the um, the tactical. I just think the experience is going to. That's fair. That's uh, fair. But for that, for that, but I could say the exact same thing about Norwich because for what it's worth, I don't have both of them going down. Wow. Because I, I, I love a surprise, and I think there's there's always a surprise somewhere, and there's always something where you think, oh, they could get, they're going to get relegated, and maybe they don't. Maybe something works. Maybe it's a bit scrappy, a bit of a hero story, the underdog. Who have you got? Uh, I've got Sheffield United. I've got Burnley, and I've got Crystal Palace. Yeah, Palace. Palace could be in there. Palace. Palace ain't got any goals outside Zaha. That's a, he doesn't want to be there. Yeah, that's a problem. Um, I, I, I've got Sheffield United and Norwich going. Um, I do think there's a chance one of them stays. Um, and if you were to ask me, I'd go Sheffield United just purely Definitely. on the on the yeah. on the fact that their manager seems to be. They've got a really good manager. Just simply put, really good manager. Um, the last place, much like. You, Lee. I, it could be anyone from the four above. 
for some reason, Villa are getting out of this. Now, I, I, I am starting to think to myself, am I, am I ignoring Villa just because they spent a load of money? Yeah. I thought the exact same thing earlier, mate. Because they have, uh, they do have Jack Grealish. They do have Jack Grealish, but and this guy McGinn as well, he's quite good as well. But all their goals were scored by Tammy Abraham last year, and he ain't there. Well, they ain't got a lot of players there from last year. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, it's, that's a lot of integration to be doing. It's true in the, in the Premier League. Um, I, at this moment in time, I will tell you that I put Newcastle there because. Uh, but what about Saint Maxime? Look, he's going to be wonderful. <laughs> just just running with the ball just and not, not the ball. Um, you know what? Yeah, mate, guarantee you, guarantee you, that guy makes the most appearances on Gold of the Month competitions. <laughs> To scoring crazy goals, like a new Paolo one chop. Yeah, um, I, I feel that you're talking me into Palace, though. I I do feel that you're talking me into Palace, but there seems that the Premier League is now in tiers, right? We know that tier one is like Man City, tier two is Liverpool and and uh, Tottenham, tier three is um, basically Arsenal, uh, United, Chelsea, Wolves, Leicester, West Ham. Am I missing anyone? Everton. Everton, sorry. Lee, sorry. Yeah, that wasn't deliberate, by the way. Uh, then, oh, for what, sorry, for what it's worth, by the way, the, 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 when we did the top six, West Ham are the other team that I think could bust through. They could. Because they've got, they've got could, harmony yeah. at that stadium now. Mm. More harmony. It's more, more harmonious than it was. And as Lee said, they've made some very astute signings. So I could swap Wolves, Everton or Leicester with West Ham quite happily, to be honest with you. I think they'll, they'll I think with West Ham, it always is with them, is consistency. Yeah. So... Yeah, sorry, boys, I yeah, no, no, that's fine. Uh, and then you've got the next tier below that, which is Watford, Bournemouth, and Southampton, because I think they're all secure in that lower mid-table region. And then you've got basically Villa, Palace, Burnley, Brighton, Newcastle, Norwich, and Sheffield United that are going to be in the fight for those three places. It, Isn't it lovely not to have West Brom in there? Ah, oh, delicious. It, or Sunderland or Stoke. Oh. Is it is it cruel that I'd like to see Villa go? It'd be hilarious, to be honest with you. Is that cruel? In some ways, it'd be quite good as well because, um, you know, everyone's been saying, oh, you know, they're not the new Fulham and it turns out they are just the new Literally Fulham. Literally the new Fulham, yeah. Um, I can't... I can't... Hey, when, they, when they splash out 17 million on Matt Target and 20 million on Tyrone Mings, they it's deserve, like, They deserve oh, relegation, mate, for that. That smells oh. very Fulham-y. You know, that smells, smells very Fulham-y because they, they did, like, similar fucking madness on, like... But at least they were doing it on, like, actual players that you know. Alfie Mawson. Yeah. yeah, but then also like <laughs> Scherler and Mitrovic. And What's Scherler like doing now? I think he's still there, isn't he? Is he? He's playing championship football. I'll be amazing, mate, if he was. You should tear up. All right, that's the league. So, who, so who's your three, man? Uh, yeah, uh, at the moment, Sheffield United, Norwich and Newcastle. That... There's no at the moment, Woods. This is a... No, I'm the same. This is rubber stamped. This is a... <laughs> the problem is, is that, <laughs> I, honestly, I, I could quite easily go uh, Burnley, Palace and, and Villa. Oh, yeah, of course, because there's many teams to choose from. That's the whole point of this, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Stoke, we could put all of the teams in all of the places, which that's, the, that's kind of the point of the game we're playing here, you know? I, I'm going to go Sheffield... Look, I, I told you, Sheffield United, Norwich and Newcastle. That's what I've got right now. Bam. Right, who's winning the Cups? Who's winning the League Cup? I've gone City. Um, first Cup uh, of the season will be won by uh, Tottenham. Why? But we, look at this. He is proper on the on the Tottenham. I, oh, we love you, Tottenham. I, yeah, oh, uh, I know. Tottenham. There's some silverware for you. Open top parade and all that. Um, and I think they're finishing second. So I I believe that Pochettino will actually address 
winning the League Cup as a positive because it's something that other managers have done historically, right? Jose Mourinho is famous for it. Fergie did it as well. Um, and even Pep, you can see, put some importance on winning that trophy in February kicks you on for the rest of the season. It gets that winning mentality installed at that point. Um, I think Tottenham will win it. And I think Tottenham will get to the final where they will lose to Everton because Everton are going to win a trophy this year, Lee. And you've gone League Cup. And I've gone League Cup. We've, uh, this is a, we're now joint longest barren run in, in history of Everton in terms of not winning silverware. So if we don't win this year, then there's a, you know, going through the longest period ever. So who, who are you saying? I'm, I'm thinking it's Man City, mate. Oh, you said to say, didn't you? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, FA Cup. Chelsea. Big fat Frank. He's going he's gonna to want some domestic trophiness. Yep. He's going to target the FA Chelsea Cup. Chelsea always want a trophy. Are you both gone for Chelsea? I am going to go with Chelsea, yeah. I'm going Liverpool. Ooh. Disappointing. Mate, Klopp, Klopp doesn't like the domestic trophies. That's why we'll out. see. <laughs> His players might, though. You know what I mean? Like, who who yeah, got them beaten in beating. the final? What's that? Who got them beaten in the final? Arsenal. Arsenal. That's a good cup final. Was it a good, yeah, was it a good cup final? Uh, no, nah, penalties. Pen- <laughs> penalties. Liverpool scored the best penalties. They do score the best penalties. the best penalties. Uh, who's winning the Champions League I'm saying Barcelona oh you know what both Spanish teams look like clusterfucks I'm going to yeah, simply definitely Real Madrid definitely train wrecks mate like clusterfucks. Uh, yeah, absolutely train wrecks I am going but I just I think there's going to be a point in January where Barcelona figure it out quicker than anyone else or well, they figure it out better than I don't Madrid think they're going to have the pressure in, the, in, in La Liga because of Real Madrid yeah, yeah. exactly um, maybe, maybe Atletico but it's yeah, been a long time for Messi not to have one but I'm going to go with Manchester City I can see C. Yeah, mine was between City and Juventus, and because Juventus seemed like determined to win this thing, I've I've gone for them again. I think they'll choke. I reckon. I reckon they get to the semis against Barca. Griezmann steps up. Yeah, Griezmann. Griezmann. No, are we forgetting? Are we forgetting? Are we forgetting are we mate, forget- they've got Ronaldo, mate. Are we forgetting that they signed Griezmann this summer? We, I know that we, we all hate him. He's a fucking great footballer. The French Jamie Vardy. <laughs> what? <laughs> Madness. Have you already seen Madness? Please tell me you've seen the video of him on on the bench looking so depressed and miserable. Because like Messi's disowned him already. <laughs> like Messi's like, I, I, I want nothing to do with this guy, you're not Neymar. And just talking to his South American friends. <laughs> um who's gonna finish the top goal scorer in the league? Not just the oh. league. Harry Kane is going to win the golden boot. It's funny that because I've said Harry Kane as well. No, because he he'll he'll break down for like three months. I am I believe that Harry Kane is going to have an injury-free season. Don't ask me why, but much like Mikey has seen the future that Liverpool are beating Arsenal on penalties in the FA Cup final, Harry Kane is going to be Europeans' top goal scorer. Wow, European! Yes, he's yeah the European Golden Boot man. That's more than Messi. That's more than Ronaldo. Messi's got, got there's a lot of mouths to feed in that Barcelona lineup. Seriously, <laughs> and Ronaldo will be yeah. rested a lot as well um, as he was last term. Um, the, the, it's open for Harry Kane to step up. To step up, exactly. I like it. I, I promise like you, he'll have a period of at least two months out. Two months, promise. If not three, would you like promise. to? Would you like to place a wager on that, sir? I will. I will place five pounds. Here's the £5 wager. Harry Kane. How many months? Two months. Harry Kane must miss two calendar months. Yep. 
That is bold. Mikey, you'd be the... Can, re- we, like, can, can, we, can we do it differently? Can we say number of games? Because, uh, uh, you know what I mean? How many games do they play in a calendar month? You'd think. At least eight. Eight a month. Doing... So 16 games. He's going to miss 16 games. Well, no, no, no. I said at least eight. So, like, you know, four a month. Four? Well, fucking... Well... What about all the cup competitions? Is it just league oh, games? Oh, including cups oh, you, as well. Okay, no. you, just, you just mean league games. Right. No, 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 I, no, no, no. I guess it, I, I promise you he'll miss at least 10 games in a row. Uh, all competitions? All competitions. I like it. That, for me, that's a nicer bet. That, that feels more solid. Ten. We can we can work on it. All right, okay. Ten. Yeah, yeah. It's a big figure. Yeah, ten. Fine. Ten in a row. In a row. Yep. Yep. I love it. Right, Lee. Now, we've just done our prediction. We've just done our preview of the season. We're about one hour, 20 minutes in. We're about four or five minutes behind here. Well, that's not that bad. You said we were doing atrociously. Well, yeah, but it depends how quickly we go through these predictions. Well, you said we're going to snap them through quickly, right, earlier? Yeah, Okay, we're going to do our predictions for the first week of the season. If you bear with me whilst I get the predictions up, because I didn't bother to do it a second ago, because I'm an idiot. But and what's going to happen is we're going to go back in time. Remember last year when Lee wrote them down, and he wrote them in hilarious format, so then when it came to then transcribing them into the, the actual predictions, I couldn't make head nor tail of it. I'll do a better job this time. You're going to do a better job this time, I right? I promise. Oh, my app wants to update. That's quite annoying. That's devastating. Got some silence now. Just going to wait for my app to update so I can get the fixtures. There's a million websites. A million websites. I don't care. I'm doing it this way and you can't stop me. Here we go. Look, look at that. The little thing's going around now. It's, it's painful, mate. Quite painful. It's, oh, I can open it now. And here we go. Are you ready? The first game of the... Evening. Right. Friday night. Friday night fixture. First game of the season. Liverpool are at home to Norwich City. Home banker, mate. Home banker all day long. Then we've got Saturday, the half 12 kickoff. Manchester City are away at West Ham. That's a fun game, isn't it? City will win it, but that's a fun game. I think there'll be goals. Uh, City winning it. Yeah. Then we've got Bournemouth at home to Sheffield United. It's another game which will be pretty good to watch on match of the day as well. Sneak Bournemouth win. Bournemouth will win that home. Yeah. Although same it. Yeah. Then we've got you loving you loving Sheffield. I am, but like Bournemouth are like already also very attacking and very exposed. So surely this is. But Bournemouth know the lay of the land now. They've been fifth season in the league, right? They've got, they've got a proven goal scorer in the league. That will help. Burnley are home to Southampton. Uh, I'm, taking, I'm taking Southampton here. Away, wow. I love it. Away teams do win occasionally. That's a, I'm saying a draw. <laughs> yeah. I, it's going for I, a draw. It's got draw written all over, I feel. Yeah, draw. It's, it's, it's one of those games that I think it'll be a, bit, it'll be a shit game. This will be a proper shit game. And we've got Crystal Palace at home to Everton. Um, well, hopefully, I'm thinking Palace aren't playing Zaha because his head's fucked. Yeah, he definitely ain't playing, place. mate. It's Everton. Everton will win this. Palace were terrible at home last year. And Palace are terrible. <laughs> this is the key here. Just, yeah, yeah. Everton are winning this game. Yeah, let's have, let's have a free away then. And then we have Watford at home to Brighton. This is where I'm coming in with a draw. This is a fence-sitter if I've ever seen one. No, I'm going to say Watford. Actually, no. I hate Watford. They're, they're one of my least favourite teams. Mm, no, I'm going to say Watford. This is a dead game, this one. 
It was a horrible game. Um, Watford started really well last season, though. They started really brightly. Uh, so I'll give it Watford. And you're saying a draw? Draw. Then we've got the half-five kickoff, And it's Aston Villa travelling to the brand new Spursy Stadium to play Spurs. Yeah, Spurs. Spurs are winning this game. <clears throat> How's it going, Crokey? Yep, Spurs. Spurs all day. On Sunday, we've got the uh, two o'clock kickoff, which is not televised. Leicester versus Wolves. That's a good little game Very as well. Game. Very good little game. I think. I'm assuming it's because Europa League. Is that why it's not? Must be. Yeah. Must be. Um, I am going to go after you boys on the prediction. So are, Wol- are Wolves? I'm saying. Are Wolves Leicester. playing this week? I think they're playing. I think they're playing tomorrow. Yeah, night. give me Leicester. No, I think they're playing tonight. Give me Leicester. Yeah. Yeah, Leicester. And then we have the two o'clock kickoff that is televised. It's Arsenal travelling to Geordie Land to play Newcastle, where we've got a, hopefully a nice home debut for Saint Maxim and Joe Linton. Cool. Day away. Arsenal, it's a long way to travel. I'm going Arsenal. I've got no upsets at the moment. I feel that there's there's one that's going to be prime and it's Arsenal that are prime for it. So I'm going to take Newcastle. Love it. Love it. Um, And then we've got the half past four kickoff, which is Manchester United hosting Chelsea. Draw. Home win. Ooh. Home win, motherfucker. Yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. I'm also saying draw. I, I, I think oh, it's a on. game that neither team wants to play and neither team wants to lose. Precisely, yeah. Precisely. But um, we'll see how it goes. I'm going for United because I've got to be positive at some point in the season, right? And if I start completely negatively, what's the point? What's the point? There's the show. Can we do winners and chumps? St. Maxim, he's been awful. <laughs> winner. Absolute winner. <laughs> Why is that? Gucci headband. Gucci headband, mate. <laughs> Are you going to get a Gucci headband? Because he's got one. I, I should definitely do this. You should absolutely, I should absolutely do, this. do this. When you're working out in the gym. In the gym, yeah. Gucci headband. Um, I'm actually going to do winners and losers. Oh, because I want to do it. Um, I'm going I'm to start with my loser. Uh, Wilf Zaha. How's your day, mate? Fucking nightmare. Geezer's basically stuck in uh, Palace in, in shitty South London. Wanted to go play for his, his childhood team Everton not allowed to leave against his will it's a disgrace um, to, to 200 grand a week as well oh uh, so uh, he, he's my loser winner um, I think I think Pochettino's going to be pretty happy with, with his business today I think that he's got what he needed to get done yeah I can't argue with that to be honest with you yeah I'm not going to disagree wow there you go first one in the books in the books First of a very long season ahead. Oh boy. I can't believe they're starting the season with, with me against you, Mikey. Yeah, dude, gets out of the way. Gets out of the way before we have any preconceived notion about what the teams will be like you know, for, for realsies. Yeah. You know? We'll see. The what thing happens. is, I miss football so much. So, I'm, so from, from a neutral point of view, you know, it's nice to have a big game at the weekend. Yeah, that's fair. And this is a big game. It's a lot of no, um, football matches. Is on. it a bit wasted? Is it wasted playing as the first game of the season? Is it wasted, this fixture? I'm I'm a bit yeah, an I'm a bit annoyed with the fixture people sticking. I mean, obviously there's reasons other than just because they put Liverpool Norwich on on Friday, but 
I mean, obviously that gives them a significant advantage for next Wednesday's um, European Super Cup game. But like, who gives a fuck about that game? Liverpool Norwich, come on. Leicester Wolves. At least Suarez. At least Suarez. I thought you meant Liverpool Chelsea yeah. in the Super Cup. <laughs> <laughs> at least Suarez isn't around to feast on Norwich like he did for, for years anyway, right? So true. Hopefully Norwich can bring bring the surprise. Yeah, maybe smuggle the sword. Um, that's the show. As ever, follow us on Twitter at Pod of Two Halves. You can follow us on Facebook as well. Just type in Pod of Two Halves. You'll find it that way. Subscribe to us on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, I think it's called these days. You can also follow us on Spotify as well. It's the same name as Pod of Two Halves everywhere you want to go. My name is Michael. It's been a pleasure. We are back. Back in the big time. Guess who's back? Back yes, again. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Would you like to say goodbye, guys? Pod of Two Halves are back. <laughs> Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Thank, thank you, Wood. Thank oh, you. I'll, I'll say goodbye. Arrivederci. Sports Social Podcast Network.